I, I want to right now just put a lot of the onus on the men. Yeah, you go ahead. You tell them. Like, really understand that the way you lead is what is going to be mirrored back to you. Absolutely. And I had to learn that the hard way. Okay, I had my pastor, he used to sit me down and be like, you know, something was happening. I'll be talking about, you know, Charity did this, or, you know, she said this. Or, and he'll be like, so what's going on with you? Right? <laughs> and it, he always kind of just, just really helped me to see that oftentimes what is happening in our relationship is a mirror of what's happening within me. Ooh. And that was a hard thing to learn. Welcome back to our series, The Seven Secrets of Healthy Relationships. Seven. In 12 years of marriage, we have learned a lot. And we didn't learn because we just, you know, just read the Bible and had it figured all out, but rather because we made a whole lot of mistakes. So we want to save you some of the headaches, potentially. You just watch our videos and just skip some steps. Skip, yeah, yeah skip, <laughs> skip, some of the, skip some of the heartache, but you're still going to have to try it out. So yeah. we're going to tell you tip number three today, which is communication. Ooh, he said, she said, and all I said is all that matters. <laughs> Always. I've learned I've learned that that's that's actually, you know, we can end the video right here. All she said is all that matters. Just if you listen just, to me. Fellas, if you just take that, that advice right there, it will get you a long way. Absolutely. Now, I don't mean that literally, right? <laughs> but I do kind of mean that because I think one of the biggest, uh, me personally, one of the one of the biggest aspects of communication that you have to learn is when not to say anything. Absolutely, and it's usually him that needs to stop talking. Wow, you just all love me today. They already know that you talk a lot. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I do talk a lot, <laughs> but we're talking more in terms of like when there's conflict. I think when there's conflict, there is often an opportunity to um, end the conflict. There's an opportunity to delay the conflict. There's an opportunity to resolve the conflict. There's a lot of opportunities there when conflict comes, right? And one of the things I've learned... Which one are you going to choose? <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that I have a lot of power, and I'm going to use that word power, and yes. I don't mean power in the sense of I'm taking over the relationship, but uh, the more that I am uh, aware of where my wife is and aware of where the conversation is going and aware of the stakes uh -huh. that are involved, uh, the better I can respond. And the better your life will be. And the better <laughs> our lives Honestly. will be. Right? Thanks for that correction. Now, I'm going to try to break all that down because that was a whole mouthful. Um, I think the first thing we have to kind of keep in mind when you're communicating is what are the stakes? And I think sometimes when couples communicate, the stakes always feel really high, especially when you're just new to marriage. Like everything's like, this is so important. I have to communicate this or else the marriage will fall apart. No. In year really. one, trust me, it's 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 not that serious. So I think we kinda you gotta kind of, you know, assess like what's at stake here? Is the marriage really gonna fall apart if this I don't if I don't say this thing right now? And listen, like the marriage will last until the morning. <laughs> Even when it feels like it's falling apart right yes. now. There's been times, I ain't gonna put you on the spot right now. But I'm gonna put you on the spot right now, sweetie. Okay. There's been times where Charity's like walking out the door, like I'm out of here. Not, and it's not like I'm I have out of, done that. Yeah. It's, because you can be honest. It's not like she's I've out of here. I packed the bag before. It's not. It's not like, huh? You what? Because <laughs> I packed the bag before. She, yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's not necessarily I'm out of here in terms of we're getting divorced. 
but it was- Gonna get away from you right now. And to me, it feels like- She's leaving. She's leaving and this is gonna lead to divorce. And if I don't stop her right now, like it's I all failed. gonna fall apart. I failed. <laughs> and I've learned. Let that woman get out the door. She going to Dunkin' Donuts. Let, <laughs> let, let her go and just get in your prayer closet. And I don't mean like physically go in the closet. If that's where you pray, that's fine. But start praying. I usually have gone to Dunkin' Donuts. No, I, I know that. I just, I just, I just pray and God be like, she probably had Dunkin' Donuts. He don't even say probably. He just be like, go to Dunkin' Donuts. And I just go and there she is. And yeah, down, down the block at Dunkin' Donuts. And I started uh, bringing you back Donuts. I know, I know. And I stopped chasing you. I stopped, <laughs> I stopped wondering where you're going. I, because I realized that the stakes weren't that high. Yeah. You know, because I think sometimes it feels like, okay, man, this thing is falling apart. Mm -hmm. And I think for a man, I can't speak for women, but at least for me as a man, I'm starting to feel like, man, like, I just don't want to fail at marriage. And oh. I, actually on my live stream today, I was talking about um, how marriage made me better. And I was talking about how um, a lot of men, at least, don't want to get married because they're afraid to fail at it. Right, okay. and so when when your wife is walking out of the door with or without a bag, you know, because she's upset, you feel like, man, if I don't fix this right now, if I don't stop her from walking out of the door, I fail. I fail. Oh, that's, that's I, or I'm or I'm failing. Mm. And so um, you're doing been, a great job, babe. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, twelve years later, I better be. <laughs> There better be something I'm going to be in the conversation. Certified now. It's certified. <laughs> but you got to know that the stakes may not be as high as you think they are. And sometimes the stakes will always feel higher than they actually are. Yeah. Um, and uh, But once you assess the stakes, then you can kind of also figure out your response. And I think the best first response, this is going to sound really crazy, um, is prayer. How is that crazy? I know. For some people, it's That's like, well, well if, we're, if we're arguing, how do you stop and pray? Don't pray out loud. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe that works for you. Go ahead, pray out loud. No, I, I, I don't think that that's a good idea. The moment he starts praying out loud, I'm like, what you trying to say? Because, well, <laughs> and I get it, because I think- You just shutting down the conversation. You're going to bring Jesus in this moment when it's my turn to speak. You used to do it. Oh, that's so when good. it's my turn to speak, then all of a sudden he want to pray. You know what? <laughs> like, wait a minute, it's my turn. And I used to get frustrated. I used to get frustrated when you did that because I always felt like, why would, why doesn't she want to pray? Like, <laughs> what kind of sinner did I marry? Like, <laughs> like oh my God, she's a heathen. She don't want to pray. I'm like, no, I want, to pray. I want to say my part first. But I started to, I started to learn over the years. Uh, and I think this is another tip that, that we can also share is that um, um, empathy. Empathy and putting yourself in other person's shoes is really a huge part to knowing, um, like, you know, to, to communicating. And the whole prayer thing, I learned that wasn't a good idea because if I put myself in her shoes, it can easily come across to her that I'm using prayer as a way to manipulate I was gonna say the it, outcome. Like, he's gonna get there. He's gonna say that. So I was like, I'm not gonna say it. But yes. But go ahead, tell, it felt tell like manipulation. Say more about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it, because it's like for the reason we said, it's like, okay, well, in this moment, when I'm ready to say my part, it's like you're bringing in prayer and you know you're you know, I guess you know that I'm not gonna argue with that. Like who wants to argue with prayer? You know what I'm saying? And so it just felt like I don't want to come off as a bad Christian or like, I don't care about prayer, I don't care about God. So like, all right, fine, I'm not going to say anything. 
I think I put up with that for maybe about twice. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, so we're not trying to say After that. After a while, it was like, no, I don't want to pray right now. No, I'm going to have this conversation right now. Okay, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> but what we're, what we're not communicating to you all right now is that prayer's not the right way. It's, it's all about how you go about it. Yeah. And I think different marriages have different temperatures and different temperaments like the two of you together. Mm -hmm. I know for this marriage, yes. me trying to say in the middle of an argument, a heated argument or any kind of argument, to say, hey, let's stop and pray, right in that moment, the timing has to be right. I think there's sometimes where if we both had a chance to say what we had to say, and then it's like, nobody's like really has anything new to add, mm -hmm. maybe we can then say, hey, let's stop and pray. Um, and or, or- on the intensity. It also depends on the intensity. Yeah, I mean, if you're like, I mean, if things are heated, <laughs> That it's just, I don't think, I don't think, you can try it, bro. You can try it. You can but in you. this house, in this house right here. <laughs> you can just do your thing. But like in this house. <laughs> We're not doing that. I, I, I've stopped trying. And what, what I've learned is that doesn't mean that we don't pray. It we, just means that we don't, we just don't pray together right now. And then we usually come back to it at, at some point. But usually God deals with us separately. Like you go to your corner, I go to my corner. And God's talking about those. Then we come back like... All right. Yeah. One of us apologizes. Or yeah. both of us yeah. apologize for something that we did. So I think that's that's probably like number three. If we were to like number these, that would probably be like number three. Trust that God can bring about the outcome. No, that's number one. Well, I mean, it's in the order of things, that's number three. Gotcha. Like, okay, we're just kind of following the, the sequence yes, right yes, now. Yes, 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 right. Um, these are not in any particular order. I'd yeah. probably just say it like that. But the next one would be in, you know, in response to prayer, Understand that God can bring the outcomes that you want or that are best for the marriage, okay? He will give you what you want if it's what he wants, right? So if you're praying in accordance to what is what, what, going to bring God glory in the marriage, you can trust and believe that God is going to give you the outcome, give the marriage. And I won't say you because I think... You know, each person is going to take it like, oh, I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it don't work down. that way. And I think in another episode, in another episode, one of the other secrets, I talked about how I used to pray, God, if I'm wrong, change my heart. Yeah. And if she's wrong, change her heart. I pray. God, change his heart. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and then she comes back. Sorry, babe. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was wrong. And I'm like, yeah. I don't sound like that. But yeah. Yeah, that, not at all. Happens. Not at all. How that you happens. sound? Sorry. <laughs> you did not do it like that. That sounds so flippant. If if I have offended you in any way, I apologize. That's the point. <laughs> you do that in the moment. In the moment. But if it's like the next day, it's like, you know, I'm we really kind of... Yeah. 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 So, um, so I think that's a big one. And, and I know some people might be thinking like, well, how, what does this have to do with communication? What we're saying is this sets the groundwork for good communication because if you're trying to attack uh, a marriage and a conflict in a marriage on your own without love in the middle. God is love. If Jesus is not at the center of your conflict, good luck. <laughs> y'all can try it on your own if y'all want to. I think sometimes it's swallowing a certain pride as well that you have to do that. I think it's also trusting God. You have to have that relationship with the Lord to trust that he's going to come into it because sometimes you can feel like, nah, 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 nah. I, you you have to listen to what I have to say. Right. I want to fix this and I want to get victory. And if I communicate this and you say, babe, I understand. Yes. Right. Victory. And then that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> never do, do we like have a conflict That's and I just about. say something. Well, it's rare. Do I just say something and it just magically just 
gets resolved. But I think to <laughs> yeah. that point though, to that point though, um, and we're not just talking about marriage here. I, I just want to make that, yes. emphasize that. It's like all relationships. If you are dating with marriage in view, like looking forward to marriage, thinking about marriage, like start practicing good communication now. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think um, uh, to your point, I can't remember what the point you just made. So I got to kind of, what was I about to say? It was good. It was right there. The pride letting it go. Letting it go. Like I, um, like I feel like I'm the one that communicated and I got, she got this. Yeah, I can't remember what I was gonna say. So I'll move on to another one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so uh, now when it comes to actual, the worrying and how to communicate, it is so good and it's a best practice even <laughs> that will help your relationship thrive. I wanna hear what you're gonna say. If you use the word I, not you. And don't do I, I statements disguised as you. <laughs> I know. So in other words, let's try it. Let's, let's try it. Let's I want to role play this. Let's role play it. You always, you always, what do you always be doing? You always drink the last of the water and That's don't leave any true. for me. That's not true. I didn't drink yesterday. <laughs> A you statement, when you say you lead with you, it usually puts the person on defense, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to have a healthy relationship, you don't want the, the, your relationship to be centered around uh, a person ever feeling unsafe or in a way that they're going to feel like they're attacked yeah. where they have to defend themselves. Yeah. So, and it's very hard to do because when you're upset and the other person is the reason why you're upset. It's your fault. It's your fault. You're going gonna to naturally you say you. Um, so a good way, one of the things that we've learned over the years, we learned this in marriage, premarital counseling. But it took us years to really start practicing it. And we really probably suck at it even now, 12 years later. But (laughs) the proper way to say that same sentiment is to begin with I and lead with your emotion. Okay? Okay. Like how does does what happened on behalf of the other person or that was done on behalf of the other person, how does that affect you? Because it's not really about what you did, you know, but it's more about, hey, this is impacting me in a certain way. And when you when you say the the emotion, that's what I focus on. Like, oh man, that's how you feel. Oh, yeah, you feel that way. So it kind of really shifts it. So instead of you always, you know, drink the last water. <laughs> I don't know where I came with with that example. That's not true. Ben. Part of the reasons, but because we only really drink water in this house. You <laughs> love <laughs> water. But um, you know what, babe? I really feel un. What's the word? Um, thirsty. I'm thirsty. <laughs> I feel thirsty. <laughs> you know what, babe? I really feel like I'm not being considered when the last when I when I come to the water and the last of it is is there and you know um, it's it's all gone. I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. Can you go to the store and get some more? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But so however that plays out, and however it plays out, right? But the work is trying to practice not pointing the finger. Yeah, because that raises the defense. Like you yeah. have, the person just starts to feel like they have to defend themselves. Yeah, and then if you focus on the emotion, then the person can really like look at, oh man, like I don't want you to feel like I'm not considering you, that I'm not considered. Okay, that I think is another part of communication because sometimes you can communicate or anger or think if you're having a disagreement and you can easily go into areas like that or if like, oh, I'm saying, you know, called you some kind of name. I don't know. I can't think, we don't use name, but 
in that in that situation, that person is doing that. So right. you don't want to be like, I feel, you know, disrespected when you say it. <laughs> it's like you're saying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think you in those moments, that's different. That's yeah, and, and I, yeah, and, and, and the goal is not necessarily to stay. And I think that's a good point because the goal is not necessarily to stay completely away from the word yeah. you. It's where do you put the you, right? So I think I think a good way of saying that is I really feel, it really hurts me when you say that I'm crazy. Yes. That used to be a word that I used to say that used to really hurt you. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And so um, I really feel mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah. That's the because that's the focus. The focus is Leading with the emotion. not um, you always calling me crazy. Yeah. Right? Because you, you could go like this. When you say that, I'm like. That's not true. Right. <laughs> That's the first thing you think. Is that not true? Then always. The, then, the other, then the other thing is that you think is, well, you always call me. <laughs> and, you do it. And it, it is, right. I'm only doing what you do. And so immediately, just the whole conversation just turns into, you know, a more heated. And now you're trying to play tip for tap. Yep. You're trying to trump what the other person said. You're trying to defend yourself by 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 being offensive. You're, you're like trying to go on the offensive now, right? And so you're trying, so a lot is happening in that. Yeah. But when you focus on the, the, and that's the key, the reason for the I statements is really just to focus on the emotion. Yes. Yeah. So you just say, hey, I feel hurt. That really hurts my feelings. As a husband, I don't want to hurt her feelings most of the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> early on, I, the reason I say most of the time is because early on in the marriage, it was tip for tap. It was, you know, her yeah, it was. It was literally, you know, our communication was literally, you know, in in terms of conflict, our communication, a lot of it was hinged on, you know, we're married, and now you're saying something. You just said something that hurt me. So instead of me addressing, hey, that really hurt, you know, and if you're early in the relationship. Trust me, if you can kind of discern this part or, or kind of break this down and kind of like just take this away and just kind of walk and start like applying this, it will save your marriage a lot of drama. <laughs> this is so true. Early on, I wish I could have been like, that hurt me. That really hurt my feelings. But just, I wasn't like I, that. I, I, all, I had to, all I can do is focus on that. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, because nobody gets in marriage to make it fail like yeah. nobody wants their marriage to fail nobody wants their relationship to fail you're in a relationship because you really want it to work you like the person and you want to see things positive happen yes. right so i wish that i would have known back then that when you said something that hurt me i could just told you that instead of trying to hurt you back and our default setting though depending on how you're wired everybody wired differently but if you're wired anything like me my default setting was i gotta say something that's going to trump what she just did so she just hurt me Okay, I'm gonna say something to hurt you even worse. Cause as a man, you know, like like we don't like to talk about our hurts. We don't like to, you know, or we're raised where okay, something hurts, don't cry. You know, so me coming and saying, hey, that really hurt, you know. I'm like sucker. <laughs> I feel like a sucker, right? And so the way I deal with that, the way I used to deal with that is I'm gonna say something to hurt you back. And that just starts to just you know. Spiral. And here's the thing, I believe that. I, I, I want to right now just put a lot of the onus on the men. Yeah, you go ahead. You tell them. Like, really understand that the way you lead is what is going to be mirrored back to you. Absolutely. And I had to <laughs> learn that the hard way. Okay, I had my pastor. He used to sit me down and be like, you know, something was happening. I'll be talking about, you know, Charity did this or, you know, she said this. Or, and he'll be like, so what's going on with you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it, he always kind of just 
just really helped me to see that oftentimes what is happening in our relationship is a mirror of what's happening within me. Ooh. And that was a hard thing to learn. It's, it's really a hard thing to even explain, but it's a real, uh, it's a, it essentially a, a spiritual principle that I want and hope that the men can really take away. Because if you can understand that what you're modeling is what is getting replicated, and you would say this all the time to me. Uh, sometimes we would start arguing, right? Or I'll do something. And you'd be like, oh, so that's what we're going to do now? I do, because I'm like, <laughs> you're setting a stand. I think like, oh, we're changing the standards here? Because if you do that, now my mind's going to shift like, oh, so that's what we're doing. Because I'm not just going to eat it. Right. <laughs> I'm not just going to take it on here. So if that's what we're doing, then let my, my mind's going to start shifting like, okay, that's what we're doing. So next time something comes up, I'm like, that's what you did the last time. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So so there's a, there, and oftentimes that what's happening is not even a conscious decision that's being made that, hey, this is, this is a, you know, this is a new standard in our marriage. Mm -hmm. But understand that your words have power. Uh, the Bible says, in, it, it, you know, that there's there's uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. The, the Bible also says that the tongue is a fire, right? You know, and so it can set like a whole forest ablaze. And so just be careful, like yeah. the words that you're choosing, the way you're describing. And if all else fails, if all else fails, when you mess up, go back and say, I'm sorry. But don't say I'm sorry in a passive Hey, you know, I'm sorry because that's the right thing to say, way. But say I'm sorry in a way where you actually feel the sorrow. I think it's hard to 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 give it and receive it in the moment of passion. Mm. Like you know. So what do you mean in the moment of passion? Because everybody heard that as as that lustful passion, and I know that's I'm not talking what you about meant. anger, <laughs> <laughs> the passion of anger. Because um, when when anger starts to get in there, everybody's seeing red, and then you're like, sorry. I'm like, you didn't even mean that. You yeah. really, are you being sarcastic? Right, <laughs> like, right. So yeah, sorry doesn't even sound like, like sorry. You're and then, angry yeah. and then you say sorry. It's like, you didn't mean that sorry. You just say that to be sarcastic. It's easy to me. <laughs> you can really mean sorry. <laughs> you can say sorry in the in the heat of the moment and it doesn't even sound like sorry. It's so hard to receive it. Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, there's been moments where we've done that in the heat of the moment where I'll just come and be like, damn, I'm like really sorry. And you're like, no, nah, yeah, I don't believe you. Like you always be like, I don't believe you. But I'd be like, no, I'm serious. And I, but sometimes- It takes a minute and then it's like, oh, okay. And, and, a, and a large part of it is just like my demeanor, my tone, my body language, like everything about me has to really communicate sorrow, right? Like sorry doesn't mean nothing if there's no sorrow. You know, my daughter told me sorry last night about something because her mother prompted her, you, you need to tell your dad sorry. She's like, daddy, sorry. I'm like, nah, I'm not accepting that sorry right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> come back to me and tell me sorry when you feel sorrow. Did she ever come back? She ain't come back yet. So she didn't feel sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, but we have Maybe to teach. Maybe you should pray about it, see what happens. Oh man, that's so good. Oh, I'm gonna pray now yes. before I go pick them up. Yeah, see. But um, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, you know, so, so these are just a few, um, and just, we, we talked about this a little bit. Just last thing I want to say about the anger. Um, when it gets there, it's okay to pause. Um, yeah. We talked about this previously with something else. I don't remember what we're talking about. Yeah, um, One of the secrets. Yeah, I remember. One of the secrets. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yes. We talked about when it gets there, sometimes it's good to just take the pause. And you talked about not letting the sun go down on your anger and you explained what that meant. Yeah. And so when it gets to that moment, just understand that nobody's going to win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it gets there. And sometimes it's just great to just say, let's pause. Let's have a timeout. And don't say let's pause when the other person is talking. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta let just the other let person the... get it all out. That's another thing, too. Let the 
When the other person's speaking, really just let them say everything they have to say and intentionally listen. Don't listen with, this is my rebuttal. Don't listen with, okay, I'm gonna I'm let you talk, but. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm, I'm, I'm devising a, a response right. as you're talking. I'm just waiting to say this thing that I gotta say right now. Like, did you even hear what I said? Did let you go, respond? like, yeah. Be, be in the moment, like a, allow for um, um, your thoughts to pause. And you'll know that so, you're, you're, there, the thoughts are pausing when you can effectively recite what the person said with meaningful understanding. Yes. And it's not to say, what did I just say? Because I hate that too. Wait, oh, you listening? What, he hates that. That's how I know. <laughs> I hate a, that. What did I just say? Just because he like, thinks Like, oh my I'm, gosh, seriously, you really respect me to recount everything you just said? But that's what I'm asking <laughs> because you're not really listening. Well, you think I'm not really listening. You're really not. You're not listening to me right now. You just, <laughs> <I> just that's <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I, we've, I've, I've, I've started doing this. I don't know how you started doing this, but um, before you'd say things and I'm like, I don't understand what he's saying. Sometimes you're talking and I really, and you feel like you're getting frustrated. It's like, I'm speaking English and I'm like, I really don't get what you're saying. And I really, I'll <laughs> be like, I don't get it. You know, and I realized that um, I had to sit with what you were saying. Mm. So I started actively, it takes practice because it's not something that we're, we're taught to do. But as you were talking, I start to empty my mind of mm. anything that I'm feeling, anything that I want to say, and just say, let's yeah. try to be blank as if I'm not feeling anything. It takes practice. And let me hear everything that he's saying and do the process of trying to empathize. And then when I started doing that, then I could effectively respond mm. to what you're saying and not just say, oh, okay, well, that's how I feel. But it's like, oh, cause sometimes I'm like, oh, when I do that, I'm like, I get what he's saying. I understand when I listen with the goal of being empathetic, with the yeah. goal of being understanding, even if I think he's wrong, yeah. Which, because you can do that. He could be totally wrong, and I could. You could still do that, where you can listen, and then listen empathetically. And so when I know, when I do that, I'll be like, he's totally wrong here. And so there's nothing. Sometimes when I get that to that place where I'm like, you're wrong, I'm like, there's nothing that I can say in this moment to convince him that right. he's wrong. Right. So in that moment, sometimes I'm like, I'll end it. I'm just like, I heard what you're saying. And that's why I know to pray. Like yeah. he can't, um, he, he's totally wrong here, but he feels like he's correct. But I hear what he's saying and I understand what he's saying, but he's wrong. Then why I, I know to shut it down. The yeah. conversation is not going to go any further because he truly believes. It's not like he's fighting. He truly believes that he's right in this moment. Yeah. And so I'm like, he's not getting it. He really believes this. So let me just end it. I'm like, I understand what you're saying and I'll just pray. I'm like, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. hard. That takes some time. It's hard. And, and that's I think that's the key to it all. Like better communication, yeah, it doesn't come without more practice. And so you're gonna fail. Just give yourself grace when you fail. Give your partner grace when they when they fail. But you know, talk and have a conversation about your communication. If you're in a situation right now where you feel like, okay, my marriage is falling apart or my relationship is falling apart, I do believe that this is what God has called me to. Um, and if you're married, God has called you to it. Like he hasn't called you to another relationship. You didn't marry the wrong person. And maybe you didn't seek God for the person that you married initially. Mm -hmm. And so yes, that, that was wrong, but you don't correct it by leaving the marriage. Um, so um, regardless of where your what your situation is right now, uh, I, I think it's a good practice that if you're having struggles with communication, maybe you guys can watch, sit down and watch. Hopefully this is helpful and you can sit down and watch this together and not 
like point out what the other person is doing per se, but identify, hey, you know what? And I think this is, we can end on this note. Um, it's so much better when, if you see something that is wrong in your, in your relationship, communicating what your stake in it is, communicating what you, where, where your ownership in making that wrong is. And so maybe our communication is off and we both need to adjust some things. But if I start by saying, hey, we need to adjust our communication. I've realized that when I communicate, I'm, I'm always pointing my finger at you. And I'm really sorry that I do that. It's very hard. I've done it for all these years. But going forward, I really want to start trying to use I statements. And I, you know, mm -hmm. and because I realized that, you know, sometimes, you know, you also use, you know, point the finger at me and it also really hurts me. So I'm just, I, I realized how I might feel when I did that to you. You know what I'm saying? Just really try to communicate from, from, from the internal, the feeling, the, you know what I mean? The part of it, the human part of it, not the, um, not the, the outward part. Cause I think the outward part, just the words and just all, you're trying to just fix everything. Yeah. You know, it's it's very hard. It's very hard because it becomes very um, subjective, right? But but or objective. I always flip those two words around. But it all it, it becomes a matter of opinion, right? But when you focus on your own feelings, like your feelings aren't an opinion. It's how you feel. So when you focus on your own feelings, it really helps to shape uh, the way the conversation can go, and it really helps because the nobody, you know. The other person really wants it to work as much as you do. You guys just don't know how to make it work. And the last thing I'll say is um, when we talk about prayer, we're not saying prayer lightly because I feel like some people say pray about it and it just becomes that cliche thing. Like, oh, I'm just going to pray about it. But no, really, seriously, um, talk to God about it. And I've learned to even talk to God during intense moments. So Ooh. when I say pray about it, it's not always, all right, let it go and just go to your corner and pray about it and just see what happens. A lot of times I'm praying, God help me understand what he's saying in that moment as he's talking. And sometimes God would tell me to say, say this thing just like this. Mm. And like at the end of the day, God understands what he's saying. God understands what I'm That's saying. Right. And God is like the great translator. Whew. He's the greatest translator to be able to say, all right, say these words in this way or don't say this right now or let this thing go or come back in an hour like if you really when we say pray about it i mean really actively engage the, the lord the heart yeah. of god yeah. in the moment for it and not just it's not to say pray about it and let it go not really that it's active praying thinking about it talking about god doing it and he will guide you in those directions even if you have no clue if you take nothing else from this and you can't remember anything that we say Try to actively engage with the Lord as you're trying to communicate something difficult and let him guide you in, in, yeah. in how to do it. Because sometimes the time to say it is now. Sometimes the time to say it is it's, a month from now. And sometimes the time to say it is never. And God will Woo! say it. And you, he'll, he'll sometimes come back and be like, how did he know? I didn't say that. I didn't have to have that conversation. <laughs> and with that, the mic drops. Whoops. See you next time. Bye, y'all.